With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Off the Beaten Track, a podcast that highlights local racetracks, drivers, owners, and more. To join the show live, call 646-668-8461. That's 646-668-8461. And now, here's your host, they call him the NASCAR guy, Nate Webster. And welcome into this episode of Off the Beaten Track. Um, my guest tonight, I'm happy to have uh, Chase Cabre from Rev Racing, uh, which is part of the Drive Diversity Program. Chase, welcome to Off the Beaten Track. How's it going? Good. Uh, so, Chase, tell me about your uh, experience so far with the Drive for Diversity Program. Uh, so far, it's been uh, pretty good. We started off to to a pretty good season. Uh, kicked off with a ninth-place qualifying effort at, at New Smyrna and was able to run 12th out of that, and uh, which kind of set the set the pace for, for the season, and uh, it's just been a progressive season. We've learned a lot so far, and uh, hopefully this momentum keeps rolling that we got going right now. Awesome. Um, what's it like to be competing with your brother, Colin? Is there any sibling, uh, sibling rivalry, rivalry going on? No, it's pretty cool. I like to say it's like playing Xbox as kids, just more glorified. Um, but I, it's overall, it's been awesome. I've been able to lean my back on him. He's been a part of this series for two years now. So uh, to have his knowledge there and for me to be able to talk to him about, you know, just sort of things like race pace and, and lines and different things like that uh, has been definitely something I've been able to, to put my back on and then learn extremely amount, amount of information from. Right. And for those who don't know about Chase Cabre, um, I have his resume here. I just want to go over a few highlights. Um, so you work for a driving instructor for Richard Petty Driving Experience, and you said that uh, you're going to be heading down to um, – Texas right now where you are and you're going to be doing some of that uh, rich petty driving experience ride-alongs with uh, some of the people down there yeah yeah absolutely uh, we just flew out to Texas today uh, with the rich petty driving experience out here giving some ride-alongs and uh, I'm able to do that on my off weekends kind of stay in the car and, and uh, show these fans what it's like to, to sit in the right seat and get a ride-along and as well some are able to come out and uh, sit in the left seat and drive and, and look at us, kind of coach them along. Awesome. Uh, 2016, you completed 83% of the finishes in the top five. Um, you completed half of your top three, and uh, you won two poles in 2016, all at Hickory Motor Speedway. What's it like to run at Hickory? Hickory's a cool little track. 
that was where I kind of got, or that's where I got my asphalt debut, and was able to to learn that track, you know, the ins and outs of it as the season progressed. Uh, it's it's two distinct corners. There's two different complete corners. You run each one of them different, and uh, it's an old, worn-out, rough surface. It makes for a good driver's track. You're able to kind of put the car where you want it. The second groove comes in really good. Uh, you can really work it uh, on the on the restarts, and, and even in the race, you'll see some guys get up there and manage to, to use it. Um, but it's a little short track, awesome for the fans to come out and, and watch some good short track hard racing. Uh, it's really a cool track. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, you were the two-time Fall Brawl champion. Talk about what the Fall Brawl is. Uh, the Fall Brawl was something I raced when I was running 600 mini sprints down in Florida. Uh, it's kind of a race that everybody competed for. Uh, it was one of our bigger races we had down there. It was a non-wing race, uh, which is where we took the wings off a lot less down force and was able to, to run that and that's where I got my start was down in uh, Tampa, Florida, and then traveled around the whole state of Florida for a little while uh, before we started traveling elsewhere. And I was able to get custom to those tracks down there and, and learn a lot, and that's where my start was. And this is last year was my first year on pavement, uh, so this year will be my second year on pavement. Uh-huh. And uh, your resume also says that you um... – did um, in 2011 and 2013, you had 12 wins and 21 starts in the 600 mini sprints. Um, what kind of cars are the mini sprints? So a mini sprint is pretty much just exactly like a sprint car, just downsized. The the if you know what a dirt sprint car is, 360, 410, you take one of those and shrink it and put a 600 cc motorcycle engine on it and go race, and it's the exact same thing. They look dead alike if you put them next to each other it just looks like someone took it and completely shrunk it uh they're definitely got a huge power to weight ratio and uh will kind of teach you a lot about throttle control and different things like that that you need to be successful in this racing career and um okay so are there any other tracks that you have driven on besides um hickory or that compared to hickory um, no, actually, this year, last year being my first year on pavement, uh, Hickory was the only place we were at. And then, mm-hmm. uh, th- so this year, traveling to all these new tracks and, and different stuff like that has been a huge lesson learned. Uh, it, it's every new, every track or every week we end up at a new track. It's uh, it's really different to uh, to get accustomed to it in the quick day before we head off into race the next day. And uh, what is your schedule like as far as now that you're um, going on to paving tracks? I mean, is your schedule a lot more um, involved? Is it a lot more traveling involved in in some of these tracks you're going to? Like you you were saying, you were recently at New Smyrna. Right, yeah. We uh, we travel all all up and down the East Coast. Uh, almost week in and week out. Right now we got a little bit of break until we go to Memphis, Tennessee. But we go pretty much as far north as Con- Connecticut, as far south as Florida, and as far west as Iowa. So there's a good bit of travel that goes into it, uh, but it's all in a fun day's work. Now, what type of tracks um, have you uh, gone to, or what, what tracks are you going to in Connecticut? 
Uh, we have Thompson International Speedway out there in Connecticut, which the only time I've seen that track is on iRacing. Other than that, uh, I have never seen a video or, or nothing about that track. So i got a good bit of studying to do, but we haven't made it to that point in the schedule. Next one's Memphis International Speedway out in Tennessee. That's a three-quarter mile. Almost kind of resembles a little bit of Richmond in a way uh, with a D shape to it. It's an old, yeah. worn-out, rough surface, so I'm excited to get out there and uh, and and get my feet wet at that track. Sounds good. Um, so, Chase, tell me about Max Siegel. Uh, what have you learned from him as the owner of Rev Racing? Well, between Max Siegel and the NASCAR Drive for Diversity program, um, without them, this wouldn't be possible. They've uh, have have opened doors for for me and not only me but my family with my brother being in it for the past two years and this being his third year they've uh they've opened doors uh like i said without them we wouldn't even be on the phone with you today and even have a shot in the and E series or anything above that so without max eagle nascar diversity and rev racing this wouldn't be possible Right. Now, talk about the Canaan and Pro Series. I know they come up east uh, to um, areas like Loudoun, New Hampshire, and and even Connecticut, um, and I think they go up to Maine as well, too. So, um, talk about the Canaan and Pro Series and what it's like to compete in that series, and um, is that a stepping stone into, like, cup cars, for instance? Yeah, it's definitely a, a right step in the in the right direction. It's a feeder series to the truck series, uh, one of the touring series that's nationally televised on NBCSN. Actually, the race from South Boston this past weekend comes on in about 20 minutes or so on NBCSN. Um, and it's a feeder series right into the trucks. It's way different than anything else I've raced. Racing late models is a little bit more laid back. This is on the edge. It's hard. They say... I know I went into New Smyrna and they're saying, you know, you got to go out there, save tires, save tires. And it was out there and I'm going, holy cow, this is hard racing for saving tires. So the racing's tough. Everybody's good. Everybody's in good equipment. And uh, and it's fun to be out there and just to be a part of it. Definitely. Um, what's it like to drive against fellow competitors uh, like uh, Marcy, uh, Macy Causey, uh, Jay Beasley, and, um, you know, uh, Ruben Garcia Jr., you know, uh, competitors like that in that uh, Drive for Diversity Rev Racing Series? Well, they're all teammates to me. Um, so uh, Ruben and Jay being on the can inside, uh, we're able to kind of bounce ideas off each other talk to each other about different things. We're in the shop together each day. We work out in the mornings together. Um, so we're all part of a team and able to, to lean on each other uh, when one guy's having a good week and another guy's not. Uh, you're able to say, hey, you know, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? Uh, so to have four good resources of four really good drivers in the K&N series has been definitely an outlet for me to, to get accustomed to all these new places we've been going to. Mm-hmm. And um, talk about your um, experiences growing up. Where did you um, where did you start your um, racing career, so to speak? Where did you start your interest in racing? Um, were you um, 
into motorcycles and dirt tracks, or were you into like, you know, uh, short cars, or were you into like things like that, um, where you got the bug to get into racing? I mean, was it a family decision? Was it, you know, something that you were interested on your own? Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, actually, my dad was what started us in racing. He raced motocross, and then my brother got into motocross, and uh, and it was just led me into. It. And we traveled all around, um, up and down the East Coast, and and traveled through all the nationals and did that sort of aspect. And then it just got to a point where it became really dangerous. I started breaking bones, and and my brother started getting hurt, and my dad watched one of our good friends get paralyzed on a Thursday night practice, and and he, you know, called. KTM and who I was riding for in Kawasaki and my brother was riding for and uh, we hung the bikes up and, and moved on. We tried to go to mm-hmm. some ball sports but we, once you got the racing in your blood you can't get rid of it. So we got into go-karts and once again started traveling from there and then that's just been progressive and uh, and now me and my brother are both running in the NASCAR Canaan Pro Series. Right, right. Um. How instrumental is the Drive for Diversity program in helping you become an up-and-coming driver? And uh, talk about some of the other people that you um, are involved in. I know there is a gentleman by the name of Coach Horton, and I'm sure he must help you a lot with, um, you know, um, any advice you need in the racing series. So talk about Talk about that aspect of things. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, the, like I talked about before, NASCAR Diversity and the Drive for Diversity program has, or is the reason that I'm here today uh, racing where, what I'm doing. Um, but Coach Horton is, is our physical trainer in the gym. So we uh, show up every morning, and he works with us, each and every one of us. We each have our own. We each have a baseline routine that we work on, and then he's got little nicks and nacks for each one of us that we need to strengthen on on certain muscles. Um, and I know without him, um, racing on the track uh, wouldn't be as successful as it's been so far, I would like to say. Uh, I know when I ran 50 laps in the late model last year, I got out and was, you know, that was, that was a good little workout. And then now where we're running 150 laps and 125, and at South Boston we were in twin 100s. So a total of 200 laps physical wasn't even an aspect, and that's all thanks to Coach Horton. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, so talk about – let's see. You talked about growing up around racing um, and your um, your start. Um, is there anything else that uh, the – is there anything else that Rev Racing or the Drive for Diversity program has uh, taught you as far as um, not only becoming a racer and working up in the series, but um, anything else they've taught you as far as life lessons in the sport or um, camaraderie or, you know, working with other drivers? I mean, you know, talk about a little bit of that aspect of things. For sure, it's just taught me how to be a better teammate um, and being able to interact with my teammates and, and race them with class. Uh, like I talked about earlier, we're able to, on test days, go in and, and talk to each other and watch telemetry and, and see, just at South Boston, 
uh, I was struggling a little bit, and then I talked to one of my teammates, Ruben Garcia Jr., who was really good out there and was able to, to watch his telemetry versus mine and overlap it and see our lifting points and, and our breaking points and where they differed. And so that's been really what's helped me the most is, is just being able to be a better teammate. So you guys have video that you can go back on and actually watch and see how you guys raced against each other or with each other, and you can see how you guys compared as far as um, on the track and ways you can improve as far as that's concerned. Yeah, it's something that a lot of us uh, racers use. Uh, We have a thing called Dartfish that we use as well as we use uh, AIM, which has AIM is a company that has provided us um, a system that we use on test days. We can't use telemetry and that thing's a bad aspect on actual race day, but on test days we're able to, to use it and, and go in and overlap one another's laps on top of each other and see our speeds and like I talked about before, our lift points and our lines and different aspects like that. Yeah. Are there any drivers in the um, cup series or in the Xfinity series or thing or in that area that um, that you'd like to, I'd say, go up against one day, or are there any drivers that you would like to gain some knowledge from that you haven't um, already uh, gained knowledge from, as far as just in the road racing program or in the tracks that you're running right now. Are there any drivers in the Cup Series or Xfinity Series that you'd really like to bounce ideas off of? Uh, well, there have to, be, have to be Kyle Larson. He came through the same program I did, which is a diversity program, an NASCAR diversity program, and he progressed right through the ranks, and, and now he's the leader of the Monster Energy Cup Series points right now and uh, has definitely shown he's got what it takes. So to kind of base my career off his and role model what he's been doing, has uh, has been a help for me, and uh, and hopefully it continues to progress like his did, and hope his did, and hopefully one day uh, at the point he's at. Right. Um, well, just to wrap up uh, things here, um, how can people um, get in touch with the uh, Rev Racing? Um, you know, program if they're interested in finding out more. Um, give a shout out to some of your um social media aspects and, and let people know where you are and where to find you, uh if they want to look up you or any of your teammates in that program. Yeah, for sure. Um for up and coming drivers who aspire to be um in the diversity program, uh do the exact same thing that I did, which is apply. It works. You go to the combine uh, if you're selected, and then NASCAR, you know, addresses you and sees how you uh, interact with others, how you talk on the media, how you do everything else, and on track as well, and and select their drivers from there. Uh, and as far as just being in touch and keeping up with Reverie, uh you follow them on all social media outlets, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, to keep up with the racing. Um, as well as NASCAR home tracks, you're able to kind of watch there. And they do live up-to-date races uh, and keeping it posted there. Okay. And um, your Twitter and your Facebook, if you want to give a shout-out for that. Um, Chase Carberry Motorsports is your Facebook page? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Yeah, just 
on Twitter. It's all my outlets are the same. It's just just my name. Um, it's just as far as that as I just kind of post inside little things and, and little stuff that I'm doing um, as far as my Twitter and Instagram and Facebook go. So just make sure you go there and uh, and follow along. Awesome. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on the program. She's Cabray from uh, Drive for Diversity program, Rare Racing. I appreciate you being off the beaten track, and um, good luck in your uh, racing career, and I hope you do well uh, in the next couple of races coming up. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. All right. Have a good night. This has been Off the Beaten Track, a podcast on Blog Talk Radio. To have your track, team, or racing event on our show, just email otbtpodcast at gmail.com. That's otbtpodcast at gmail.com. Or check us out on Facebook at Off the Beaten Track. Thanks for listening. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.